Hey, Sandy and Yannick. Hey. Hello. Have you guys heard of this new fangled thing called Discord? Discord? Exactly. Yes. Yeah, it's just like an internet telephone. Wait, the buttons on it or the one that, you know. It's called Yeah, Discord. the numpads, right? Oh, it'll make you numb. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready for this one. I'll tell you, Discord is actually a place where you can chat with us. Yeah, that's right. The hosts of Pixels Weekly. Well, I'm very much looking forward to that. But I have a question. Is it going to work on my smartphone? You better believe it, sister. You can do that through the app. Just go to pixelsweekly.com and click on the join link right on the homepage, and you can be chatting with us today. We'll see you there. Yay! September 4th, 2017, and I'm Ryan. I'm Sandy. And I'm Yannick. And this... This Pixels Weekly where I almost ate my mic. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't Uh, me this time. I went for it, and I was like, and and this is Yannick, and I was like, boom, I stumble on on it. Maybe I should have you guys always have to say Pixels Weekly, and then we'll fight it out like it's like yeah i'm the joker i'm just breaking the pool cue and throwing it down and (laughs) seeing what happens somebody's slow yeah i was slow on this one it's true it's a good idea (laughs) we got it it's a way to start the conversation you know everybody finishes each other's sentences it's really great i also embrace the silence yeah embrace silence it can can be beautiful i can embrace silence can no you can't. It? You yes, proved, I can. Didn't you prove like two weeks ago you couldn't? Let's become a silent podcast. Poss- possibly. You know what? I'm friends with your brother. I've embraced silence. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, he's a man of few words to be sure. Guys, it's a weird week for video games. By the way, this is Pixels Weekly. We're a weekly video game podcast and all that good stuff that we're supposed to say at the beginning of the show. But I want to get back to the fact that it's kind of a weird week. We're in the What's calm. Weird? Really? I mean, I feel like we're in the calm Slow. before the storm. You know, yeah, you know, it's like, yeah, you've been you've been waiting, you've been resting, or you've been preparing, you've been upgrading your system, and then the wave is coming. You know, you can hear the wind blow a little bit faster, a little bit louder, but the waves aren't coming yet. Put your finger in your mouth and stick it up in the air and find out which way the wind is blowing because right. if you're headed in the wrong direction you're going to get you blown miss it Wait, is that how <laughs> is that what that means uh, is that how you say that's what that means i didn't know you're not going to get any support from us right now yeah i think well, that's how you find north <laughs> that is that's how you find north by it could also be wrong don't don't trust me i don't in know fact, my direction in fact one might say you probably are wrong <laughs> um, so yeah a lot of weird stories this week a lot of weird little stuff but i figure we can just uh have an open forum today we can go through our list of stuff that we want to talk about then also get weird um but i want to start with the first weird thing this week uh which is street fighter is getting a red super nintendo cartridge release okay have you guys <laughs> seen this no i no wait what Street Fighter 2 is being re-released for its anniversary edition. It's the 30th anniversary of Street Fighter 2 and they're releasing a five they're they're printing 5500 copies 
of a Ryu Headband Red Street Fighter Super Nintendo cartridge. It is How much mm-hmm. is the cartridge? Let's see how much the cartridge is. You know, I didn't even look and figure out how much the cartridge is. I think it's expensive. I think it's a hundred. It's a hundred dollars. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sold out easy. Sold out before it gets released. No kidding. <laughs> um, you know what I like about this most is that they decided to do this like a week after SNES pre-orders exploded in everybody's face, and like the the SNES Classic can't even play this thing. Right, right. It doesn't take cartridges, so yeah, get out your dirty SNESs. <laughs> yeah, get out your Retrons or your old dirty Super Nintendos and see what this thing can do. Um, this is going to be a dust collector for most of those people. A hundred dollar worth dust collector that you're going to put on your shelf. Oh, yeah, sold is, is it already sold out? Uh, yeah, sold out. Oh, well, there you go. Oh, because otherwise Sandy would have jumped on it. You know it, fellas. You know it, Sandy. Would I would have. Yeah, and to get it for Arya, and like here you go. The only thing that I saw, the only thing that I saw from Capcom was the the Puzzle Fighter mobile phone that was like Street Fighter, uh, Street Fighter like themed. And I don't know if they have only Street Fighter uh, characters in there. They certainly have Ryu, Ken, Honda, Chun Li, uh, but they have also Extra Mega Man and Morgan from Darkstalkers and so on and so forth. Uh, but they're gonna have this game coming out soon on iOS and Android. Uh, Puzzle Fighter, which is going to be like a real-time versus battles. Um, yeah, well, Puzzle Fighter was a console game, so now that yeah. it's coming out on phones, will be, I think, better for Puzzle Fighter? What do you think, Sandy? Yes. It's like more of a phone game anyway. Yeah, it's like people love playing those puzzle games. Every time I'm on the subway, someone's playing something, and I'm like, you can do this not on your phone, and they're like, this is all I have. I'm like, alright, cool. That works. So what's the anniversary? Okay, I even forgot because I feel like thirtieth anniversary one. for Street Fighter. Yeah, and I feel like we we celebrated twenty fifth or last year or something. <laughs> you know, this thing is like uh, available through IM Eight Bit, which usually has so many beautiful, beautiful um, pieces of art and collector edition stuff on it. But I don't know if you guys noticed, but with this Street Fighter cartridge, all the pictures of it stuck inside a Super Nintendo. That is one. Dirty ass Super Nintendo. It is like gross looking. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like yeah. it looks like they wheeled it out of somebody's basement. It probably doesn't run, and it's just really bizarre that that is what it is. I guess. Oh yeah, like you could have wiped it down. Yeah, <laughs> could have wiped it down. Oh, that that uh, it, it evokes imagery for me. All right. Tell me something else. Swaps. Tell me something good. Uh, uh, Splatoon 2 had a Splatfest, and it was like Team Invisibility versus yes. Team Flight. Team Flight won, and it was close, so that's totally fine. Uh, it wasn't the slaughter of mayo versus ketchup, which we will not talk about. I missed this whole thing. I missed the whole thing. It's okay. It was pretty close. Uh, but now... In Japan, they're doing another Splatfest, and the question is, McNuggets or McDonald's french fries? Okay, we have to... Okay, all three of us have to hash out both of these. First, invisibility versus flight. Where do you come down on this? Invisibility. Invisibility. Yeah, because I'm a creeper, so... Oh, this is this in is the boys part locker of, room, Sandy. This, this is part of sure. the series where we had a fight about mayonnaise being better than ketchup 
Yes. It's exactly the same series. Okay. Yeah. You were mayo. Sandy, were you mayo? <laughs> Hell no. It's okay. disgusting. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't even mean to question it. I, I totally for, Obviously, <laughs> this was less important to me than it was to everybody else. But no, 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 no. Back, <clears throat> back to being serious. Get it uh, straight. Get your facts straight. No kidding. Okay, so mayo. Now... Now it's invisibility or flight. Flight or invisibility. Now I have to go flight on this one. Yeah, me too. I'll not only flight. am I not a creeper, but just the practical yeah. commute implications. Yeah. I mean, especially for you in Cali, right? You need that flight. Yeah. You need that, short, you need that pit stop, that short flight. <laughs> exactly. Private jet. That Private am- amazing. Amazing. Can you imagine? I could fly all year round in California. It'll always be nice. <laughs> That's what's yeah, amazing. I'm with it. you. I'm with you. So okay, I can so it's hop two to one. To my parents and last time Yannick was a crazy person. This time Sandy. Sandy is. So Sandy, go ahead. That's Give fine. us a case against like why invisibility would be better than than flight. Oh no, I just like the opportunity of being invisible around people. <sighs> Sandy, then you you got to argue with us better. Don't you understand? But that's that's Paula. that's where you hear everything. You can <laughs> sneak into like product meetings you can sneak into like places did you just say sneak into product meetings are you the most boring person <laughs> on the planet she maybe has some frustrations at work i don't know i know no, like <laughs> i would want to sneak into like apple's campuses and just like you know whoosh like sandy just, sneak into a bank I want to sneak into Blizzard's office. Yeah, that's what I want to do and see what the next Overwatch content drop is going to be. What? <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong? Guys, just go Get rich and don't <laughs> even worry about video game. Or buy your own video game company. Oh my that's, my, that's my new goal, I guess. I'm Get rich, <laughs> buy a video Get, game company. Get rich and buy all the video games. Don't even make a company about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, right, so the last question, you guys, French fries versus chicken McNuggets from the well-known brand M. Donald's, right? It's, it's got to be Mickey D's, right? Yeah, McDonald's. Yeah. Tell me. Sandy, do you want me to go first? Do you want, do you, I'll go out on the limb I think here? all together, at the count of three, we say what we want. Okay. What we would choose. Okay. okay? Ready? All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, ready? Three, two, one. McNuggets. Fries. Fries. This is good. I like the way this episode. I love the way this episode starts. So far, it's been great. Oh man! All right, so Sandy, you're you're alone once more. I know, but you know we have the Sandy is right song for a reason. I'm gonna play the Sandy is right song. Here we go. Okay, it's in. <laughs> we did it. Um, Sandy, why why McNuggets? I, don't get me wrong. I love McNuggets. I think if I'm getting only yeah, me too. one item from McDonald's. I would seriously consider making it McNuggets, but I, did you to have me, your fries would go with everything? Yeah, did you have your period where you had you would order on as a side McNuggets? Because yeah. I had this period, I had this period where I was like all fries all along, and then I was like, huh, I never tried those, and then I kept on like kind of being addicted and always going by default with the McNuggets, and then I don't know, another year passed, and and I went back to fries, but. I had that period of mine where I was like, I'm go. I was going full ham on McNuggets. But that being said, my only comment would be that the only McDonald's experience I ever really enjoy is in France, and the fries over there are way better than the McNuggets. I would not say the same about the U.S. McDonald's because I never go, 
but um, it's just like the fries here are too salty, and maybe the Mac Nuggets are just saving the day for me. But well, you gotta um, ask for no salt on those bad boys. Yeah, that's probably what you should do. But I never really go there anymore. It just like yeah, it just becomes a very last resort thing. Especially in New York City, we have a lot of fast food options. But in France, it's just you know the the, the fries are like well done and, and 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 roasted nicely and not too salty and stuff. So now here's the thing. I think I'm actually all alone in this one. And I know mm-hmm. what you're saying. Oh, but Yannick also picked French fries, Ryan. But mm-hmm. here's the thing, Sandy. Okay, mm-hmm. Sandy, sidebar, come over here. I'm, I'm walking over. I'm here. Okay, I think I think he only wants the fries to dunk them in mayo. I know it's so disgusting. Uh, well, McDonald's doesn't have mayo, so jokes on me. <laughs> they have the the, the, thing, the, the closest thing like that they have is this fish sauce. Is that the tartar go? sauce? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that's that's, gonna that's be what I have based. to. Yeah. Man. But it's but it has some like some herbs and spices in there. I was like, ah, eh, I don't dig it. But th- that's why we go to Quick. Quick is like a French, um, a French, uh, a French fast food experience. Very very similar to what McDonald's is doing. Almost it looks like the same branding, like the same red color stuff. Really. And uh, they have amazing burgers and they have amazing fries that they by default give you unsalted. Um, and they will have this custom-made, like, homemade mayonnaise that would be, uh, to die for. I really like the idea of naming your fast food place Amazing quick. Burger. <laughs> <laughs> amazing Burger. But those ones went for quick, you know. <laughs> no, right, amazing. right. But I mean, like, imagine, like, you're Amazing Burger and you serve the Amazing Burger and Amazing Fries, get an Amazing Coke, just like everything sounds better, right? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Building the hype, we did it. All right, guys. They, well, be, they better not. They better not fuck up if they. If sorry, they, we got way off track, Sandy. Did you have anything else about the Splatfest that would? Who won? <laughs> who won? But Team Flight won the last Splatfest. Okay, this one, we don't know if it's fries or McNuggets. I think it's going to be fries, of course, because the Japanese really love fries and they do seasonal things for them every year, and they do them for like Christmas and Halloween. They love our holidays, which is great. I like McNuggets because the sauces are great, and you've got your options. You've got buffalo sauce. You've got that barbecue sauce. Now you've got the sriracha mac sauce. You know what? I, I actually do love chicken nuggets here. And don't get me wrong. I, 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 think it's, I think it's delicious. And honestly, like I said, if I was just getting one thing, chicken nuggets, they give you some protein. It might be pink slime, but it's protein. Mm-hmm. Welcome to our McDonald's cast, ladies and gentlemen. We're That's covering all the latest McDonald's. McNuggets. All the latest McNuggets that McDonald's is releasing. Right. <laughs> or a number two, which is like two cheeseburgers. And now they're fancy because it's two cheeseburgers, but the option are it's like grilled sauteed onions and like oh. this crazy... White cheese. I don't know if it's Swiss or whatever, but it's crazy. Gruyere, Briere. I don't know. Gruyere. Maybe. Blue. Who knows? No, it's not blue. It's white. <laughs> I don't think blue is a type of cheese. Um, okay, that was stupid. Uh, <laughs> all right, what else? Yana, hit me. I want to talk about something we probably mentioned, uh, and I hardly believe Sandy's speaking about it, but this week uh, I heard the French organizer of the Olympics edition of 2024, which is going to most likely um, officially become uh, happening, uh, end up happening in Paris. 
And so the French organizers, uh, with their leaders, triple Olympic medal, uh, Tony Estanguet, which is like, I don't know how you say the discipline that he, that he won a lot of medals at, but, um, you know, it's pretty much going down um, with like a kayak. Yeah, I guess it's kayak. Yeah, the kayak discipline. Yeah, uh, and he's the he's the president of the of the campaign for France, and um, they went they went ahead and said that they anything that would keep them close to the youth and keep them close to the kids and make the Olympics still relevant to the new generation uh, would need to be taken in consideration, and therefore he said that he's willing to engage conversation with any esports, you know esports partners and 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 start a conversation not that he would you know the um, the paris uh, right now uh, the paris olympics would be seven years uh, ahead from this but every for every olympic they kind of revise the the sports uh, the disciplines that uh, will be competing and they remove some they add some like they added bmx and they add i think they added rugby in the last one they but added dmx add, one year they added they, they, <laughs> they added golf uh, did they really add golf? They had go- they added golf last one. Oh, that's golf is so uh, stupid. And golf one wasn't there surprisingly for a long time, but being a very popular sport, obviously peer pressured a lot of people to bring in it. Um, is it is it popular? I thought after Tiger Woods, that whole thing happened. People were just not interested. In after it Tiger Woods, he's still playing after Tiger Woods. <laughs> yeah, they, everybody still plays this game, you know. <laughs> but uh, so this is it, Yannick. Esports are in the Olympics now. Video games will definitely be here forever, and all the Olympics yeah. are definitely going to allow in all esports now, right? So all the traditional, you know, sports commentators, journalists were kind of looking at it from the from above and be like, "Oh, you stupid guys! Like, video games is not sports." Blah blah blah. And you know, in the U.S., it's a conversation that can be understood. In France, we way far there or like we far it's it's surprising that it starts from a french organizers because the conversation around esports is still very very young and and not you know it's it's big it's it's generating business everybody's willing to agree that from an economical an economic standpoint but um people that are just journalists and everyone that i've been listening to last week and i do listen to a lot of uh, french journalism around sports mostly that's journalists only, quotes yeah. fake news i'm sorry no. yeah well so the, the only <laughs> the only one that i really listen to is the sports one which is not the one that will always um uh, give you uh, fake news but <laughs> so we we heard that and I was happy to hear that the conversation was part. I was not very happy about the the commentators' reaction to it. And now uh, I found another article on Polygon where um, the president of the International Olympic Committee, so the guy that would say yes to new sports or whatever, um, Thomas Bach said that um, it would not, uh, you know, it may not involve the most popular esports game, and that. And I'll give you all the facts. I don't really know what to think about that. It's just like a very give me new 50% topic. of the facts. Um, yeah. So may not evolve, involve blank. <laughs> just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah. And he has said that he would want non-violence, uh, non-violent games to be broadcasted no and to be included into. Uh, the Olympics, if they ever were. Uh, so it means no Counter-Strike, no Overwatch, no Dota 2, no League of Legends, and only possibly the only one that you can think of at a certain dimension where you would represent enough countries, it would be the games from EA Sports, whether it's FIFA, NBA 2K, or Madden, or any games like this. 
Um, or Rocket League. That's the only other popular one that is non-violent. And even there, you can blow up each other's cars. So, <laughs> um, so, so it sounds yeah. like they're trying to set it up so it fails. And they're like, hey, guess what? No one's really interested in esports. And then people are going to be like, no, you did this on purpose. Yeah. Guys, I want to give you something here. Current Olympic sports. Okay. okay. Not all of them. I'm not going to give them all. I'm just going to highlight some. Okay. Shooting. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Taekwondo. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Self-defense, my ass. <laughs> Water polo. Water polo? Weightlifting. That's literally just picking shit up. The okay. boxing is there. Boxing. Yes. Canoe slash kayak. Yeah, that's the one that the French uh, director won three medals off. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he thinks that one's legitimate. Oh, I mean, so your point is probably that some of those sports are not more popular than esports. Tug of war has been an Olympic sport. What is <laughs> what is jeu de pomme? Oh, jeu de, jeu de pomme. That's probably your um, other name for pétanque. But pétanque is not pétanque. You know, bocce ball. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. So the pomme, the pomme is the palm of your hand. Karate is being enemies. added for 2020. Yep. Ooh, mm-hmm. karate. karate. And golf was added in 2016. So, guys, uh, and, and by the way, disgusting. rugby union was added in 2016. And rugby yep. is one yeah. of the most di- violent sports I've ever seen. Yeah. Throwing it out there. So maybe um, they need to learn that no one's actually getting hurt in video games. Yeah, yeah. So that's, I mean, you've, it's a very good point for you when I was just hearing what they were saying. So the the, the, the IOC, you know, director committee, whatever his name was, um, he just said that, you know, this doesn't match with video games. We want to promote non-discrimination, non-violence, and peace among people. This doesn't match with video games, which are about violence, explosions, and killing. And there we have to draw a clear line. I'm like, dude, just go talk to the Blizzard dudes and, and ask them how much, how inclusive they made this game and just come back to me, you know. And it would be, and, and I know the, also the Olympic Committee are willing to push for more um, mix, you know, um, co-head disciplines. Um, yeah. In tennis, there is a, um, obviously a single, a double, but there is a co-head double that is there. They want to promote more co-head disciplines in those sports. In the future, they don't really like the idea of 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 separating women and men. Um, they are very much in favor of doing these kind of things. And video game would be a perfect example. I know it's still very much you know men's team and women's team, but if you give an or- an horizon in twenty twenty four where where we want to promote co head esports, you, you certainly see those things develop in the in the near future. Um, especially for games like Overwatch or Dota 2 or League of Legends, I know for a fact it's going to happen. Even Counter Strike. I mean, I've seen amazing like women gamer ga- like gamers uh, out there, and that would be a great way to just you know promote you know in- like inclusion in-, in video games. And you cannot, I don't know, a lot of a lot of kids those days are just diving into video games as a way to escape and socialize. And this guy comes in and says that he wants to promote non discrimination, non violence, and peace among people. I yeah, because it's a when it... it's a conspiracy. He's trying to keep us yeah. down. He's and, the man. And when he plays gamers yeah. down. And when and when you play GTA Five, you go and shoot people in the streets, and you go and steal stuff at the store. And no one's saying GTA Five should be an Olympic sport. <laughs> <laughs> and if and imagine? if they asked us about golf, we'd be like, no, 
No. It should also be shooting. a good I mean, sport. But you said shooting. I mean, everything is done in certain rules, and and the rules of video games is that it's only happening on a screen. That's pretty straightforward. I mean, why don't we? You know, I think it was George also, uh, Carlin that th- had the idea of let's tear down every golf course and put up some affordable public housing. There's also yes. like there's also let's archery. Do that. Uh, archery is also in the Olympics, dude. Yeah, but archery is like cool. I Even think anything related to hunting needs to go. Yeah, right? I mean, and, and then, and so don't give me that bullshit about video games when you have those things that are related to hunting. Like, people really practice and they, like, how, how do you get into the discipline? Well, I was hunting with my father when I was a kid. That's mostly what you hear from those guys. From those Isn't guys. Like and then they Gina Davis, it. an Olympic archer, and she just shoots a target? <laughs> well, yes, that's what all archers do in the Olympics, Sandy, is they all shoot that's targets. A, that's but what I like to pretend. It, to we're going to, look at this. Okay, here's the rule now. From now on, on Pixels Weekly, in the a magic world of pixels weekly listeners you're part of this planet too you're you're lumped in here with us the new rule is (laughs) if you're into hunting okay and you want to compete in an olympic sport that is directly related to hunting you can hunt all you want but you cannot go to a fucking grocery store Mm. got it we'll have whole foods you eat squirrels. Do you understand? Well, they'll, just, they'll just go on. on <laughs> you on, eat squirrels. They'll, and they'll the go, Whole Foods prices just went down. So they'll, yeah. they'll counter you. They'll just go to Amazon Pantry or order on Jet, which is a No, they can't. Those are I'm counting those, Oh, dude. they can't. Okay. okay. Amazon is Whole Foods now. Amazon is Whole Foods now. That's true. Isn't that crazy? So anyway, you guys, I feel like you heard my position pretty clearly. Our position pretty clearly. Uh, it's certainly a conversation that we want to see move forward. I hope they're they these old dudes at the direct at the committee are just gonna be like growing up or they probably should I don't, not that I wish that they probably those guys need to pass along the torch for us to have a more um, to have for us to have esports happening anytime soon because it's it's still a very brand new topic for them that they cannot really understand. Everyone needs to pass the torch on. Sometimes. For many reasons. Oh, I thought this was going to be some sort of weird segue into another yeah. story that you had. Yep. I was like, I, no, am, I can't every, wait to see her connection. She's pulling it. She's pulling Everyone it. just needs to pass the torch. Hey, you know what? Uh, you know who's competed in the Olympics? Sonic and you Mario. Oh, yes. Hey. <laughs> Two characters who I've been spending some time with this past week. Uh, Sonic Mania continues to be good. Uh, the f- soundtrack is so fantastic. And, yeah, and I don't know it. why... Um, Maybe I've just gotten so much worse at video games, but uh, <laughs> I'm playing Sonic Mania, and there's a couple levels where the, just the difficulty spikes real, 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 real hard, um, and I can feel the game getting away from me, but the rest of the time, it's really smooth and under control, so I don't know if this is like a weird game with some speed bumps in it, but likewise, I picked up Mario versus Rabbids. Or no, oh. Mario not verse not Mario versus Rabbids. Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. I kind of want to play this. Now, Sandy, no. let me tell you something. <laughs> you definitely you want to no. play this. You definitely want to play this. Not kind of. <laughs> um, this game is, is good? really good. It's really really yeah. good. Uh, so I I think it was. Uh, Just Bug, who wrote in in our Discord uh, weeks and weeks and months and months ago, actually, encouraging me to try XCOM. 
And I did. And if you remember, I had no idea what the fuck was going on in XCOM. Uh, and I had one hell of a time. So I tried my hand at, I said, okay, this looks like it could be baby XCOM for babies. Which, it is baby XCOM for babies. <laughs> which, well, I thought so. But let me tell you, I've entered World 2, and already there's been a couple times where I just find myself totally flabbergasted with how, um, I, I maybe intense isn't the word, but how difficult the game can actually be. It is, it is not pulling its punches from you. This is a real video game, folks. Um, so if you guys haven't played an XCOM before, it's essentially you're taking characters, you're positioning them on a battlefield, um, behind cover or not behind cover. And XCOM takes a lot of things into a, a, a you know, account and they do a lot of stuff, but the, the Mario and Rabbids version is if you're behind a half block, there's a 50% chance to hit you. If you're behind a full block, there's a 0% chance to hit you. Um, and if you're out in the open, there's a hundred percent chance to hit you. Um, there's also, you can have critical strikes and that sort of thing. So there is kind of mm -hmm. crit chance, uh, factored into it. Uh, that being said, there's also a lot of modified abilities. Like when it's not your turn, you can activate, um, an ability on the previous turn that says the second I see somebody move and becomes in my line of sight, shoot them. Um, there is healing that some characters can do. And there's actually a lot of movement options, like Mario, Luigi, and the Rabbids can slide under enemies. Mario can jump on top of enemies' heads. Um, the characters can jump on each other and sort of vault over obstacles and get more spread on the battlefield. Watching a single... I encourage you guys to go check out like a stream or, or gameplay of it. I think there's actually a lot of interesting things that the game does. But more importantly, I just want to call out that, like, this is a really beautiful Nintendo slash Ubisoft game. Like, it doesn't look like your typical Ubisoft game. Um, and the the soundtrack is by, I don't know if you guys know Grant Kirkhope. He did Ukulele most recently, but before that he did all the Banjo games and Viva Pinata, all the Rare games. Um, so his soundtrack sounds super, super, like, cute and nostalgic but also at the same time mixes in some of those great mario themes into it especially when you're around the like mushroom kingdom peach's castle that sort of thing um, so this is a very this is a very good game I, I i know you're thinking about it sandy what kind of questions do you have well I, the reason i'm thinking about it it was because i was listening to the giant beast cast because east coast for days okay <laughs> And they were just talking about the crazy combos that you can have where one person bounces off the other one and it's just totally insane. Then they were kind of describing it as, as XCOM Lite, my first XCOM. And Arya has very good uh, memories of XCOM. And I'm like, this sounds like so much fun. Why am I not playing this? <laughs> and... The one part that Vinny said that was actually really funny is he's playing the game with his son. And his son's like, what happens to the rabbits when they, like, get shot off? And he's like, oh, they just go back to 
where they came from, and that was just like a random shot in the dark. He didn't know what happened to them. He's like, I didn't want to tell my son they died. Uh, <laughs> but they actually just go back to where they came from. Yes, that so... actually is the fiction. The fiction is they are, yeah, they're being saved. <laughs> they're being, that actually sounds a little deathy, doesn't it? That sounds a little religious. Um, <laughs> the rabbits are like, being they're having the bad juju sucked out of them and they're going to just hang out with peach until you can rescue the like all of them i guess yeah so uh, as you like like go through the game there's more and more rabbits kind of hanging around her castle yeah it's it's super nice and they do they do all sorts of you know jump through hoops to explain how nobody's actually being hurt you know, characters don't die on the battlefield like Mario or Luigi or whoever. They just become dizzy and they're like knocked out, if you will. They're just like, oh, no. You know, <laughs> yeah. um, but it's very good. Yeah. It's a very good game. And the soundtrack's great. The visuals are great. Um, there is if you buy the game new and I do encourage you if, if people like these kind of games, if you like any kind of video game, just buy it, buy it, you know, just buy it. <laughs> unless it's going to break your bank if you can't afford it don't buy it but if you can just buy it um the it comes with something called the pixel pack which makes most of the beginning of the game pretty easy uh when you buy it brand new off the store shelf i don't know how many new copies of the game come with this or how long the code is good for but uh it's just one of those things where Maybe I'm now hitting difficulty because I'm into the second phase of the game where I have to use the normal weapons that the game provides me. Um, but that's that to me is awful. That's like DLC breaking the beginning of the game. <laughs> I thought, you know, the game had one level of difficulty and then all of a sudden I got my baby mode turned off. <laughs> and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, my God, I'm getting my butt kicked. What's going on? You're like, oh, man. But it's a it's a real real good video game, and it's weird to see like Mario and uh, the I I hate the rabbits so much, but I, the, I they actually take enough <laughs> of a backseat where uh, you know Eve's uh, Yannick's dad's rabbits um, <laughs> <laughs> don't don't get in the way. There's still weird jokes where like rabbits are pulling things out of their butt, and they're like a bullet bill is trapped in underwear, giant underwear and stuff. It, there's weird stuff. But um, it's a very, it sounds great. It's a very cool. Ryan game. Ryan says that for people that don't know the show, Ryan says that because the director of Ubisoft <laughs> has the same last name than me, and so everybody <laughs> thinks that he's my dad, and he looks like me except forty years older. So, dude, don't say isn't no. that like this the right age? Yeah, that's like the perfect age to be your dad. No, it what, is forty. Oh, totally, like he totally looks like my dad a little bit thinner. You know. Uh. They're yeah. actually long lost siblings. Yeah, they all, they all, they all, they They're all hung all related. out. They all related, actually. Yeah, let's not let's not talk about incest. It becomes a very popular topic. With <laughs> uh, if you guys get a chance to, just as one final thought, uh, IGN did a video called Expert Mode uh, that's on Facebook where they interview uh, Davide uh, something. I forget the the guy's name, but the guy that was crying at E three. Uh, <laughs> at the rabbits thing they interview him yeah. and he talks about um just working with miyamoto and being so floored the whole time that miyamoto was uh open to new ideas and accepting of him and and was impressed with his work uh and his team's work and i and i have to say that like ubisoft you designed with just i imagine just a little input from nintendo 
they said they put together in three weeks this prototype to show Nintendo what they wanted to do, and they built the Mario and Luigi models from scratch. And Miyamoto kept saying, "Hey, where'd you? Where did you get those Mario and Luigi models?" And they were like, "We made them." And he, I guess, he just kept asking because he didn't believe it. But everything they look really authentic. There's certain stylistic decisions where you can tell this isn't Nintendo, but. It is really, really good. And it's the only game where you could see Mario shoot someone. So that's interesting. This is true. So it can't also, be in the Olympics. Lisa, what the hell are you doing with Assassin's Creed? <laughs> <laughs> what? What do you mean? If this is so if this is so good and Ubisoft is like responsible for Assassin's Creed, what are they doing? Oh, I uh, Where's the where's the disconnect, guys? Yeah. Who's not communicating with who? <laughs> Someone's not talking to someone. Yannick, talk to your dad. Uh, anyway, <laughs> what's Fix next? It. I gotta call him. Yeah. Fix um, it now. <laughs> I wanted to get him on the phone. <laughs> I wanted to know from you, Ryan, if uh, um, some of your colleagues uh, how how the atmosphere is out there. If you got the chance to talk to Destiny Lagari, but at the time when this podcast release, I would probably I'd probably be like hand, full hands, heads down, on the full gas. You oh. know. Uh, pedal Yannick to the ground. Will cease to exist. Onto, to the I'll, seize, uh, I'll say goodbye <laughs> to the real world and jump into orbit and around planets because Destiny 2 is coming out this week and it's been a long, long journey until we got there. And so I and wanted I... to just have a little bit, a little bit of a, a reminder for people out there uh, for the game that I love so much. My, share my excitement once again and, and share a little bit of the last bits and pieces of news on the game. And um, and yeah, before I start, have you gotten to? Because I, know, you know, our fellow uh, host over here, Ryan, works at IGN. Have you gotten to talk to any of the Destiny Lagari friend Mirabella? I haven't uh, gotten to talk to. I mean, I I know I talked to Fran uh, during the um, open. Wonderful beta. guy, by the way. I'm, I met him during the Destiny Con last year. He's a wonderful guy. Yeah, and he's a super nice guy, and he. Basically, I I just sat with him and watched him play a little bit, and I that's when I realized. Oh, I don't play Destiny like people who play Destiny play Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> Which is seeing somebody just like it, he had like headshots on autopilot, you know, like just yeah, getting yeah. in there, zip zips up, like zooming right in on these. Dudes. Meanwhile, I can barely get a headshot on PC where mm. <laughs> when I can like pinpoint. But it seems like the big thing that I keep hearing from uh, people at IGN is like people are are still legitimately torn they're not they're not really torn but like there's confliction as to what console to get this thing on people are what really console to get this thing up. yeah they're not sure about the the pc ps4 split has made things difficult and i i mean i can't see i number one I, i'm an xbox person i'd rather play it on xbox but i can't see the real reason to get it on xbox mm-hmm. unless I'm, it was unless it was cross by with PC. And this is the and this is the which is that and this is the first yeah this is the first conversation I wanna I wanna have with you and this is a, co- a, co- a conversation that I has started with the community since they saw the big success of the Destiny 2 PC beta mm-hmm. um, uh, that was fantastic everybody loved it and a lot of people are gonna do like me which uh, people who own a PS4 and a PC are uh, most likely gonna buy two copies of the game one for PC one for PS4 and start 
you know, this Wednesday, uh, September 6th on PS4 and uh, and start day one, October 24th on PC when it releases there and probably have to leave off their progression on PS4 or maybe come back there once in a while, find their friends there. And that's my case, too. Most of my friends are going to be on PS4. A lot of them are transitioning into PC, but I don't know how often I'm going to be able to raid. I'm probably going to have to make new friends around that, which I'm cool with. But um, a lot of the community has been starting a conversation about trying to push Bungie to listen and I implement cross-save, which is something that we know is technically possible. However, politically speaking, we probably know that um, Sony has always been a little bit scared about cross-platform you know, cross game and, yeah. um, and cross-save probably falls into the same, you know, under the same umbrella. Uh, they probably are really reluctant. I mean, for Microsoft, it's just people are going to transition over to another one of their platforms. You know, from Xbox to PC, Microsoft doesn't really care. But for Sony out there to see their player base leave Sony and go to PC... Um, and there's the question of exclusive content, which PS4 has. Uh, how is that going to translate over to PC? So there's a, con a, con a conversation happening and a big, very thorough article from Polygon um, and, uh, and, 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 and just describing the situation and try to talk about the yeah. reasons why. I think the, the article is literally titled, You Should Buy Destiny 2 on PS4. PS4, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's the one, and then they, but they they also like started a, a conversation about the fact that, um, uh, yeah, that, like there 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 could be many benefits, and they were just talking about the way um, the way things like should be, the way like the conversation about cross save should be should be started, should be pushed in the forefront, and uh, and should be and sh would have been a super great idea. Uh, but yeah, another article from Polygon was like also Polygon, probably the same journalist. I haven't checked actually, but they're just very worried that um, the timeline of content release will always follow the timeline of game release so that every, you know, they, we, we heard that Bungie has learned a lot from Blizzard. Um, they're both from the same company, Activision, and they've they've gotten a lot of feedback from them. It's and, Activision, Blizzard, and, okay. Activision, Blizzard. Okay, but like the developers Activision, of Activision, Blizzard. Okay. I think <laughs> I think what's going to happen is that PC players are are willing to wait. They're willing to wait with pretty much yeah. any and every game, yeah. which is why I think the release of well, they're Destiny usually waiting 2... for a sale. Am I right? Well, that too. They're waiting for sales <laughs> when the game first hits. Because remember the Batman debacle? Like Batman, oh yeah, it was Steam, and it was like a hot mess. So they're like, I have no reason to really wait to pay full price for a game. I can wait a little bit longer for it. And I think that's what the later release date does. It kind of appeases the PC player in that sense. Like, yeah, you're waiting. You're going to purchase it on a familiar platform, Battle.net. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it sure is. And then after that, everything else I think will be pretty much the same. Maybe for like a minor exclusives here or there. But the people that love to play games on keyboard and mouse will play it on keyboard and mouse. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean the the main argument is just also the uncapped FPS as well, right? The graphics look so beautiful on PC, and and we won't get 60 FPS. We're we're stuck at 30 FPS with the limitation that consoles provide. Um, that being said, I, I listen. I, you know, I read that article all the way through and um, from Polygon, and I uh, I tend to argue that the arguments that they were giving were a little bit flaky. You know, there's nothing really official. Um, it's 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 granted the the one argument that we know right now is that the game will release early on ps4 uh, in terms of content release in terms of patch updates you know like updates life cycle we don't know if they're going to keep things separate from from consoles or pc or eventually do the updates at the same time just like it happens on overwatch for example um we don't know anything like that yet, but a lot of people like this article and a lot of my friends have been telling me to stay on PS4, stick to PS4 because it might be a regular pattern to see content drop six weeks uh, apart, you know, PS4 yeah. six weeks earlier from PC. And uh, for someone that loves the games, wants to play more content all the time, you always have to go back to PS4 and then eventually re-experience it on PC, which will only last for... Uh, for for a certain amount of time, at least for me, um, I'll have to make a choice between two platforms. It's not like I'm gonna be able to have the time and the dedication to maintain two uh, exact progressions six weeks apart on two different platforms. What do you well, think, is Brian? this the case too, Yannick? That like now you have the sort of I don't want to call it the opportunity, but the way you would you didn't just have one character in Destiny, right? Uh, I had three of them. Right, so each of the three classes, right? So maybe this is something where, okay, I'm going to play Warlock on, that's going to be my PC, and I'll play Hunter on PS4 or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, well, so we'll know. Also, there might be some items out there, some quests out there that are class-specific. So there will probably always going to be an incentive for you to have three characters. Because um, you're gonna get to experience, you know, different missions and and see different things. Uh, but that being said, so I'm rereading this article, you guys, and live update from Pixels Weekly recording, you know, platform right oh now. My God. Uh, this oh article my God. was actually updated, and I I just went through it, and it's right in the in the middle of it. So that's why I didn't notice it when I went back through it while telling you about this news. Uh, Polygon, I've been told that the DLC will come on the same date for the console and PC versions. Oh, that's, what a surprise! That's great I think news. If you have a posse and you have a posse that you roll with on the PlayStation 4, you're going to play it on PS4. If you're new to the game, and that's what I think Activision is going for, if you're brand new to the game, and you join the beta on PC when it was on Battle.net, you're going to jump on PC. I think they want new players on PC, and then people who had their posse, their crew, their peeps on PS4, everyone's happy. I think oh, after, because I played it on PC uh, and PS4, and honestly, first of all, I didn't expect it to run quite as good as it ran. It ran beautifully on my computer, um, and that is with 21.9 and 60 frames a second. I just had to do a little fiddling to kind of get it there, um, but like any PC game, uh, I had to do that with. And I, I am I'm excited to, you know, it's not that, PlayStation or Xbox make it particularly difficult to do things like voice chat and stuff, but we've got our Discord. Uh, we've got our social network already plugged into it. Discord is genuinely, genuinely a great product. Uh, and it's and it's more than just 
a great voice chat. It's going to be video chat, you know, in the coming future. And we've got a great chat room that's persistent a la Slack. That actually, to me, it pushes uh, Destiny 2 on the PC in a big way. And I think, number one, congratulations to the team at Discord for their great work in this app. I think it's really wonderful. Um, there's some different UI choices I would make, but we can talk about that later. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and it was funny too. Like I played Destiny uh, uh, on the PC and Tyler and I had a hell of a time with that strike. You were there for some of it, Yannick. Um, but it's still, it was also very weird seeing like Blizzard Battle.net chat in Destiny. Um, uh, same font and everything. But yeah, the fact that I can plug a controller in too, like really, ah, outside you got options. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't feel like I'm not the kind of Destiny player. Like Sandy said, I might as well just be new to the game because right. being six weeks late for DLC is not gonna kill me. Like I don't even know if I want any of the not free DLC yet. I mean, and at least for from for her who never jumped into it and doesn't have this urge, this FOMO, she'll be able to get feedback from the people that experience the story on PS4, which will be the same on PC, and be like, yes, when it comes to PC, and if you're a new player, you you you'll make sure you enjoy this one because it's really good. And I hope to give that answer to Sandy, being like, yes, PS4 is a success. I'm excited to dive back in into PC, but for you, I'm excited for you to be jumping it fresh uh, into the new into this new content on this platform that you know is about to come out. You know, I didn't even we, think we about have that, Destiny, Yannick. right? Ari I, has it; he's playing it. Okay. I, I didn't even think about that, but you you just made a really good point, which is uh, Sandy jumping into it as if it's a new thing and getting to hear story feedback, which is like. I think at this point, we all kind of have a good sense that, like, Destiny's a good shooter. And when I played it again in the beta, I was reminded, hey, this is a good shooter. And I went, oh, yeah, it feels good to shoot. Mm -hmm. Like, things look good. There's mm -hmm. a lot of stuff I like about this game. Mm -hmm. Now, what I'm waiting to do, right, and now that it's PC, uh, I say I get a month to wait or whatever, two months, whatever it takes, mm -hmm. I'm going to be hearing from you and the people in your camp probably within that month just what kind of grind i'm in for in the end game and if the answer is another boring low content grind like i don't have to get it right away you know what i mean well mm -hmm. the problem for you the problem for you for destiny one i don't want to spend too long on destiny but we talked about it many times the problem for you was that you it was a it was a tough time to grind to the end game, you know, which is level thirty, which is like potentially getting you know max level. When we talk about World of Warcraft, the end game starts when you reach level sixty. But until getting to level sixty, there is a smooth progression, and it gets you there. Um, of course, you have to work. You had to work well, on, it's, on it's it. It's like a you level hundred and twenty now. Yeah, but yeah. But on Destiny, you had you had like oh level twenty. What do I do now? And you didn't get. You just had to repeat like you had to repeat the same stories, the same strikes all yeah, over again to sucks. get better geared up. So that <laughs> that really sucks for a progression. You want to see something new while you progress. And eventually, once you reach to the end game, yes, then you have to go into that farming mode, go back to weekly events, daily events that will make you redo some stories and some activities. Um, but also what we are looking forward to, and I think it's the biggest change that we am hoping to see, because Bungie has shown great progress in terms of cinematics and how to create better stories 
stories with their DLC, just that the DLC were too short. But um, so I'm, I have I have good expect I have good hopes for the story. The biggest ho expectation that I have is to make the patrol and the open world um, feel like you know feel endless. Feel like there is always something to reach out for. That's feel like just it. I know. To, you know, it's easy to travel now. It's, it's yes. going to be easier to travel and teleport around the patrol area, which is going to feel nice. All the public events you're not gonna. You're not gonna have to go on a website to find out where they're coming up. It's gonna be appearing yeah, on your like, map. Yeah, but like the game shouldn't be about that. Like if we're comparing it to to World of Warcraft, which is kind of like the comparison, it's a shooter. Wow, uh, the Burning Crusade sucked. Uh, that's like the I one like story that. that I'm stuck in because like there's <laughs> so much grind in that. The story is great. The story of the Burning Crusade is great. Uh, don't get me wrong, but like, hey, go fetch this. Go fetch that. Yeah. Fetch quests sure. suck. And it's like watching Arya play Destiny and going like, oh, it's just a bunch of fetch quests. And also learning that the voice of the ghost had to be recast and redone all over again. I'm like, I'm not I'm not into it. I just mm -hmm. can't get invested into these characters. And that's the thing, like that's the thing that I have a hard time reconciling is that everyone's so hardcore about this game, but I don't hear like a love for the character. It's a love for my character and what I am, but not really like in World of Warcraft, you love Malfurion, Tyrande. You have these characters that you kind of in, in, mesh with. Well, I, well, and I think there's, there's another that. aspect too to me, Sandy, which is I, I think... Uh, there's a lot of players in destiny that don't love the story don't even love their character but love their social network that they play it with yeah. you know like that's they love the their game. group that's of friends saved it. Yeah, yeah that's what saved the game the memories are the memories most of the people i saw on twitter sharing their best memories doing their goodbye stream to destiny one were just sharing the um, the time they had together beating the raid or whatever and it was never a uh, their memories were never made of solo moments, so that's true. That's a good point. But to your, I very much agree with you, uh, Sandy. I cannot come up with like a a big story figure that I can remember and and will like keep it with me in my heart. It just I can I can remember. I have better sentiment towards weapons <laughs> and exotic weapons that are beautiful and and unique and in, in their own way, and they are almost like a character on their own. Uh, in the game, when you loot them, you're just so happy to find some of them more than more than the characters you progress with uh, throughout the story, and that's gonna change. I can tell you that for a fact. It should. That's it needs. It needs to change because that's if they, change. if you can't have a memorable character, yeah. then your franchise dies. Yeah. Like people yeah. go Disney, Mickey Mouse. People go Blizzard. Oh, you've got a whole list of World of Warcraft characters, Diablo. Uh, Starcraft that people can name off the bat. Destiny. I had fun with my friends. It was super great, but like I really don't know. Hey, but you see the and, the and the big change on that. The one example I can give you about Destiny Two, Destiny Two, where you, where I can guarantee that this already I can I have the proof that it changed. Um, you've all played the beta, right? You played the first story mission. Yeah. I don't uh, play betas. Okay, no, you didn't play Sandy the beta. But in the first, in the Sandy, first, Sandy, this was mission, not a beta. This was like a server stress test. It was not a beta. I assure I'm you. I'm not gonna stress your server for you. 
Okay. In the first or in the first story mission, and if you don't want any spoilers, just put the podcast on mute for the next minute. Um, the the first story mission, you are um, you know going back to the tower that is on fire, and you have to rescue and, and progress through it. And you battle alongside with Katie Six, who is the hunter, you know, class master, I want to say, and this very goofy guy, and he's, yeah, Nathan and he's Phil. At, Nathan Fillion, and he's, and he's at the door, and he like shoots three guys with a golden gun, and he's next to you, which never Fire happened. Fly. You you always heard them talking to you on the radio, on the voice com, from their office up there at the tower, That's and now you're yeah. next to them on the battlefield. Zavala, same thing. He's pu- he's popping a bubble, a defensive bubble around you when the explosions from the ships are coming into you. And so you fight alongside with them, and I think that's the, that's the new thing we're gonna feel is that we're gonna fight alongside with the heroes that are giving us the orders. You know, exactly. they are on so the that, on the battleground with you. That is a huge, and I can't say enough about that small fundamental change, which actually does make the beta of Destiny Two feel much different. Which is, here's three things that happened to me in the Destiny Two beta that never happened to me in Destiny One. Number one, characters. Talk to me like I knew them mm-hmm. and seemed to care about what was happening, right? And they were actually physically there, not like talking to me over voiceover. That's number one. Number two, there were quieter moments in between mm-hmm. in the mission yep. where like you 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 come across this hallway, Sandy, and essentially you see a bunch of like injured people who are like sick or whatever, and you're like walking through these people and it's a moment of like, oh shit, like stuff's going down, which is uh, an amount of emotion that I think Destiny One failed to ever meet. Um, yeah. You were developing, you were defending a city who you'd never seen the citizen of pretty much. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then uh Two additional things. Number one, uh, I didn't really scan anything with the ghost except for, I think, once or twice. And both times it was almost instant as opposed to the weird Destiny missions where he's like, okay, I'm going to be scanning this for five minutes. Hold off all the guys while I scan it. Like, how (laughs) shitty of a robot are you? You can't scan this. Uh, And then I guess the last one, and honestly the biggest one, is there's a bad guy. Yeah. Like, in That's a exciting. Yeah, in a game like this, I mean, Halo knew it. You need a bad guy. And the the darkness from Destiny 1 was this kind of abstract concept. It wasn't a bad guy. You know, the eventually maybe I guess in the expansions, I mean, you you tell me, Yannick, I, maybe they became more focused with who the bad, quote bad guy was, but this immediately is like, here's a bad guy. He, you know, pulls a Metroid on you and is essentially, I'm sure, in the real game, going to, like, reset you back to level one or whatever. Um, it's it's real, and you feel it, and you want to go, oh, okay, that's the guy that I have to come back and kill after I become powerful again. Um, and that I mean, it did makes sense. Too. Yeah, it did happen during the expansions, but not enough. I mean, when they would, like, release a new raid, uh, obviously the only argument that they had about the content was the raid, and so they had to embellish the the story around the raid and who you, who you're going to fight. And so, you know, when you when you have this Oryx, uh, who is the, um, you know, the, the, the father or, or the mother, nobody really could tell, but the father, <laughs> like the parent, the parent of Crota, uh, you're like, oh, you killed, you killed, you know, you killed her son, or you killed his son, and uh, now you're gonna fight. You know, he's upset about it, and blah blah blah. So, 
you knew who was the bad guy for some expansion, but that was just worth five, ten hours of content, and then you had to go through the raid, which was an amazing experience, and we'll always like I'm looking forward to the raid um, coming up. But uh, but yeah, that was it. Speaking of, and before we end it, um, a few a little bit of timeline information. So the so the game coming out on September sixth. On September thirteenth, the raid um, gets released. And I'm going to be in Corsica, you guys. I'm going to be missing all those uh, first release. Uh, I'm going to try not to spoil it for myself. But uh, you have the first raid coming out on September 13th. And you have the first uh, trials, which is the PvP, you know, uh, ladder, competitive ladder uh, game mode that will come out, uh, that comes out every weekend. It starts on the weekend of the September 15th, so two days after the raid important timeline over here if you want to get geared up you got to do it and find your raid and find and build up your fire team for the big day september 13th sounds exhausting yeah, yeah too much work don't tell me what to do nah. a week a week after release is a lot of work yeah it's a lot too of work much not, not gonna of, do not it. a lot of people not a lot of people hopefully not a lot of people will be able to t- attempt at the raid in first on the first days or why not I know we ended up spending a lot of time on Destiny 2. I think it's does it deserves it because it's coming out soon and we, we you know we still you know some of us still have concerns about it myself included in that and I think like if I'm going to give the game's already made so whatever I say here doesn't matter but for me I think one of the most uh, interesting and compelling experiences for Endgame is what blizzard does with world of warcraft and diablo 3 specifically which is diablo 3 is a story experience the first time you go through it there are some unskippable cutscenes, or you have the option to watch certain movie sequences defeat certain bosses and then you got after you kind of beat the game you have adventure mode which essentially takes everything that was loaded with pomp and circumstance and erases the pomp and circumstance part which is like Kill the lit, you know, kill the skeleton king, dead, skip, you know, <laughs> teleport to act two, go do this, kill 50 guys, dead, done, now, teleport again, dead, done. And you can have such a satisfying, fast paced loop and accomplish so many different things and su- with such variety so quickly that it is yeah. always fun at the end. And I'm not sitting through any cutscenes, I'm not listening to dialogue I've heard 40 times. And I can skip just about everything and and the entire game is unlocked for me that I can quickly teleport anywhere. Maybe there's a loading screen every once in a while, but it's not bad. I think Destiny, you gotta remember that your content is super cool maybe one to two times. <laughs> no more than three. And after after that, people just wanna go. Okay, raid. You know, PvP, raid pvp 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 strike strike right you know like that sort of thing that's what they want and let them do it as fast and as quickly as possible and if it's punctuated with return to orbit or if it's punctuated with matchmaking or punctuated with all this nasty in-between stuff it never ever feels good so that's what i'm looking to see out of destiny 2 agreed beautiful all right guys well I think that about does it for us today. There was some other weird stuff like uh, Rocket League and PAX uh, and and pa- a and corn first-person shooter puzzler called Maze. Ooh, I like that. I didn't know about that. All right, well, we're gonna have to put it <laughs> off until next week. Um, but uh, before we go, a word 
on the Pixel Weekly. From our sponsors. From our sponsors. <laughs> um, so, uh, Pixels Weekly is a podcast that we do. I don't know if you know, but <laughs> we've been doing it for uh, something like 75 episodes now, which is pretty extraordinary. I think we're, we're very proud of it. Um, yeah. It is also, in a lot of ways, you know, something that we do as a labor of love and that being a labor of love, it is a pretty time-consuming uh, labor of love. And especially on weeks like this week when there's not a ton of new news coming out and we're kind of reaching deep in the bench for straws, I I just thought that it might be time to talk about how we release this show going forward. And I think in the short term, I don't know, uh, Sandy and Yannick, if you guys want to jump in on this, but... We are considering moving to a less frequent uh, delivery schedule, and we're we're thinking about starting with once every two weeks uh, to start. Yep, that's what we'll be doing. We'll be doing once every two weeks. Kind of start with, we'll provide more content on pixelsweekly.com, so you guys always have something yes. that you can come and look at. And... And that's what we'll do, because especially during the fall, there's so much coming up. There's New York Comic Con, BlizzCon, other cons and stuff. <laughs> and this could mean that, you know, once every two <laughs> weeks, we're, we're able to go back and do, um, you know, episodes that are longer than our usual episode. We haven't quite in, figured that stuff out yet, but, you know, we for the past, it seems like, month plus we've been leaving one or two items off every single show so i'm excited to potentially get to do less frequent but more comprehensive shows and i know some people are like well i, I listen to this every week this is part of my commute or whatever i count on this show um you know we still definitely want to be uh trying to do other stuff together whether that's playing games together and creating video content or just Whatever, but it it's more about the weekly delivery. You know, it takes about four or five hours a week um, to both record and edit the show and get it up for you guys in a timely manner. And we want to um, be able to guarantee the schedule. So I think we're yeah. this has changes for the better, and I'm I'm excited to see uh, the website do some heavier lifting too. Yeah, and it's definitely it's we want it to be quality over quantity. Yeah. Uh, which is why I bought PUBG because quality over quantity, right? Oh my, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you bought PUBG. That wasn't even on the show today. There was no, there was segue I, though. <laughs> I just I just bought PUBG, so maybe there'll be videos of me screaming random stuff. And maybe because we're not doing the show on the weekends, we could God forbid play a video game together again. Remember what that felt like, guys? That was fun. <laughs> when we used that. to do that. Um, yeah, so don't don't feel down. Hopefully this is a, a good thing for the show. Um, we're trying it out. And, you know, hey, if we, you know, we see the download stats every week. We know there are listeners. If you guys tell us you want more, I don't know, maybe we think about doing, a, you know, a Patreon or something. Who knows? To, like, lift the show and give it the resources it needs to to keep going. So. And like always, you can get every episode for free Whoa. at pixelsweekly.com. Wow. That's wow. amazing. Can you follow us at Pixelscast on Twitter or at Pixelsweekly on Instagram? Wow. You totally can. Holy cow. Yannick. And that's also how you can give us feedback. Mm-hmm. 
And you can also join us on the Discord if you want to share us some feedback about the show, about this piece of news. If you're happy or if you hate it, we're open to conversation. We're on there 24-7, especially me during work. And I shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I I've got confirm. it on my phone, too. So, hey, and that, that that's actually a good point, too. Like, we're not closing the website. We're not closing any Discord or anything like that. So uh, come jump on the Discord if you don't hear us one uh, day uh, in your week. Jump on Discord and talk to us because we'll do it. <laughs> and then you'll get your own private Pixels Weekly, which is nice. But, um, yeah, either way. Changing changes. That's not how you sing it. Ch-ch-ch-ch-change. this. All right. I'm done. Guys, we did it. And um, until next time. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? You're going to do it instead of me? Do you, you want to steal it? You're going to steal it? Simultaneously at the same time. Holy cow. Uh, All right, I I'll... wanted to do it at the same time. And I did. So adios. Oh. Oh. Au revoir. We'll see you in, in two weeks. Bye. <laughs>